Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. Specifically, we are in downtown Los Angeles at Radio Row at the L.A. Convention Center right next to Crypto.com Arena, formerly known as the Staples Center. And uh, we'll be joined by Rick Buecher. FS1 NBA analyst, host of the On the Ball with Rick Buecher podcast to catch us up on everything going on with the NBA trade deadline, which is tomorrow at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, but, Rob, we are here for the Super Bowl. So it's let's, cold in here, isn't it? It, it is. You see Rob it? G., you got no ja- nothing on your sleeves. Are you cold? I was perks of being husky uh, that you'll never uh, understand, Chris Broussard. Nah, I, I, we I, I all won't. got jackets. And on. Are you hairy? You look. Are you a hairy guy? I don't think hair so. All over your. You I know, mean, I have. With back I have hair. I have man back. hair, but I don't think I have it on my back or okay. anywhere that you wouldn't expect it to be. If he took his shirt off, you would think he had a chinchilla on his back. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Alex. Thank you. All right. Well, like I said, let's go to the N- NFL. Um, and talk about this Super Bowl. And, Rob, a lot of – was it Sean McVay that came out? Who was it no, that it came out? No, it was a coach. It was a defensive Raheem coach. Raheem Morris, defensive right, coordinator. Right, right, right. Defensive right. coordinator for the Rams said they want to win this Super Bowl for Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has said of all the things he's done, he's obviously accomplished just about everything you could except winning a they Super Bowl. They better be careful. He's Jinxing talking themselves. about it, Rob, a lot like, you know, like a quarterback would. Where we obviously we we judge quarterbacks very much by Super Bowls. We don't tend to do that with most other positions, if any other position. Not 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 any position. Running backs, you certainly don't. Uh, receivers, you don't. It's nice to get rings, of course, but yeah, you want to be on a team know, that wins. Right. But it ain't like, oh yeah, so and so, he's a running back. Right. He had three rings. Nobody it says that. Mean you weren't. I, as good, I don't know right. how many rings. Oh, uh, um. Franco Harris won. I don't. Well, he won four. But, I, but I'm just saying, right, right. On those, but I'm just saying, like, that ain't that ain't fixed into my head right. about Franco Harris. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't. You're not going to put Franco Harris ahead of O.J. Simpson. Right, because O.J. never won. won. Oh, right, right. So, or Barry Sanders, for that matter. Um, but what do you think of this? I mean, he is a defensive player. One of the best. Most would say the best of this generation. Do you think it will enhance his legacy or anything? Not at all. Not at all? Not at all. Wow. I just don't think that we look at defensive players that way. I, I really don't, Chris. Uh, I hate to break it to him, but if they win the Super Bowl, they'll probably give the MVP to Matthew Stafford, not to him. Uh, they've been great defensive. If he does just about anything, he'll win the Super You know, Stafford. Yeah, just about. Probably other than throwing three does. picks and they right. win. You know what I mean? Like, right. for real. Uh, there have been great defensive performances. We talked about it before. Even last year, Chris, they shut out Patrick Mahomes, right? He got no points in the Super Bowl. Nobody on the defense got any any 
surprise. Nobody got anything. They won. They scored points. Brady was the MVP. They, they shut Patrick Mahomes out. Right. They got nothing for that. Nobody. Well, well unless you get you, you didn't. I mean, you could give it to the defense, but, I guess. But you know, even you even pick an individual. Even in, uh, I'm just saying, like normally, that's just not unless it's a game deciding play. Who was the guy for the Raiders? Uh, no, was it Larry Brown, Rob G? Uh, who am I thinking of when they, when the Steelers played in the Super Bowl? The guy got to two interceptions against the Steelers. I thought it was. Did he get the MVP? Yeah, he did. And he got he, he, he was like a DB. He got two interceptions. Look it up. Larry Brown was his name. He got Rob G. He got uh, two interceptions, won the MVP, got a big contract the next year for another team, and was out of the league three years later. Am I right? Yeah. Who was that? Le- Le- I'm looking it up right Larry now. Brown, Super Bowl thirty. Right. Who was M- Super Bowl MVP? You had Super it just Bowl right. Super Bowl thirty. Oh, that was what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I right? Just right. right. Yep. Way back. Two interceptions. He, he had, had two interceptions. He wasn't a big name player. No, he had three interceptions, two in the second half. Right. And he, and he got the MVP. Right. But normally that's not how it goes. Was was he with the Raiders? Who was he with? I'm not thinking. Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, and they were playing Pittsburgh. And then he signed with the Raiders, got that fat deal. That's why I knew the Raiders were involved. He got a big deal after that, Chris. But normally we don't look at defensive players. When I think of Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor won two championships. I never bring that up with him. I think of what he did defensively and how he, uh, you know, reshaped the importance of that position, how People started drafting players to go up against him, right, to block him and to try to protect the quarterback. So I don't look at Lawrence Taylor and go, he won two championships with the Giants. I know he did, but I don't put that on his record. I think defensive players are different. I tend to agree with you. So for the most part, like we started off the conversation, yeah, we, we don't tend to judge any other position by that. But what I will say is this, Rob, most of the other legendary defensive players, not Hall of Famers. I'm talking about the guys that are the elite of the elite, of the elite. Ray Lewis, Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, Ronnie Lott, Mike Singletary, um, the mean Joe Green. Like the guys that we think of, like we think of Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, to your point. They, most of them, not every single one, but most of them did win Super Bowls. And I, maybe that's why we think of them as more legendary. You're right. We don't name, oh, Lawrence Taylor got two. Ray Lewis, what did he get? One. You know, like, like we, we don't say it like that. But do we think of Mike Singletary maybe a little more than Brian Urlacher? Because Singletary did play on that great defense in Chicago that won the Super Bowl. You know, so I, I, I think that matters. I, I, I'm with you in that it's not like quarterbacks. But as I began to think about this, I was like, you know what? The guys that Deion Sanders, like the defensive, there are some. The, one, the biggest one I can think of that didn't is Bruce Smith. Okay. And he but played on a Reggie team that, White, went, to that four, went to four four Super Bowls. Reggie White won the Super Bowl. Like most, and again, I know there's a few out there. Jack Youngblood with the Rams, he never won a Super Bowl. J.J. Watt obviously hasn't and won. J, and I think with J.J., a lot of it 
we will think of John yeah, he Randall. Was, he was you remember fantastic. John Randall with the Vikings? Yeah, I mean, was, there's a number of guys. There's some, well, but I think most of the ones. That's fair. I'm just. Do we talk about John Randall? It's great, and he was awesome. But do we talk about him like we talk about Reggie White? Do we talk about uh, uh, Junior Seau like we talk about? He was a great, though. He was. But do we talk about him like we talk about Ray Lewis? Yeah, I think that when you win a Super Bowl, no. it does – I don't know if it raises you in stature a little or all most of the guys at that level did win. And, again, okay. you're right. There's some. So, so let me ask you this. Troy Palomalu won if, a Super if, Bowl. If they lose no, – if Joe Burrow throws four touchdowns and they beat the Rams, right – no one's going to say, ah, oh, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Donald uh, lost the Super Bowl or he couldn't, he couldn't stop Joe Burrow. Like, it won't be on him. That's why I don't think he gets I, the credit. But I think there will be some, like, if they only sack Burrow once. You think that they'll. And Burrow, I, I, look, nobody's going to say Aaron Donald's not this awesome guy, but that we will say. You couldn't get that that paper machete offensive line, and you're you're the best player in this say, generation. And say, you couldn't get to the quarterback, right? Right. You know I'm what just I mean? saying, yeah. But I don't think that he would get if they lose, and and Burrow has a great day or whatever. I just don't think people are going to hold it against them. I think some it won't be like a quarterback. It right, won't be right. like that. That's what I'm saying. Stafford. Right. And yeah. Stafford those two picks. Uh, oh, yeah, it's right. gonna be hell to pay, right? But yeah. I think the people that really, you know, beyond the casual fan, the guys that are really breaking down the game, will say, "Man, they couldn't get to the quarterback." And we thought the Rams were gonna. That was a huge advantage for them, and they couldn't get to the quarterback. You know, so I, I heard a, a few weeks ago. I don't know if it was Tony Romo, but there, there was one of the Rams games. And the commentator was saying, you know, one name we haven't mentioned this whole first half is Aaron Donald. Like, so I, I do, I hear you, and I, I obviously nobody gets championship comparisons like quarterbacks. But as I was thinking about it, Rob, so many of the all time elite of the elite defensive players that we talk about, not every single one, but most of them did win Super Bowls. And it does – I think it does seal their legacy I a just, little bit. I, I just think that when people think of them, it's not that – I'm not saying that having a Super Bowl hurts you or anything. It doesn't. No, but I don't think that if you were still – I don't think anybody will say Aaron Donald wasn't a awesome uh, no. defensive I mean, player, one of, the, of one of the greatest or whatever, but he didn't win a Super Bowl. Like, like I just don't think – and I'm not saying – that winning doesn't but it, like okay. But, but if it, it comes but down it, to comparing and I, comparing him and Reggie White, do Super Bowls come into play? I don't think so. Rob not defensively. G, do you think not, not at all that Reggie White won? I don't. No, he won one. Okay, went to Green Bay as a free agent. He was they, huge. No, I know they won, Chris, but I don't think that. I don't I think, think that's going to be a demerit against Aaron Donald when when you start to lock, lock, you know stack them up, and you'll just be like, he was one of the great defensive players we ever saw. But I think you also think of many of the great defensive players were associated. With a great defense, we think of the Ravens in the early 2000s, which was an unbelievable we, right. defense. When Marvin won, Lewis was right. their defensive coordinator, and Ray coordinator. Lewis was the hub, and they won no, a Super Bowl. That. You know the the steel and, and, that, and that one we take it away from the quarterback. That's the that's the well, one. Yeah, that it one. ain't that often that you do it where you go. 
Uh, anybody could have been a quarterback on that team. Just don't make a bad pick or, th- you know, throw right. the ball away. But and that defense so, won. Like, like, and that's the thing. Like, even with Singletary and the, the 85 Bears, they had Jim McMahon as a quarterback right. who wasn't great. No. And, 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 the and, defense. I, and I now, the Steel this... Curtain got a lot of love and Bradshaw got a lot of love. That's one where it kind of both sides. But the Steel Curtain was, you know, everybody – was praising him. So. And we talked about the Bears before. It's probably one of the only times, or it probably could have happened before, but when they, they the defense, if you remember, Buddy Ryan was the architect of that yep, defense yep, yep. and the defensive coordinator, and they carried him off the field. Right. And the offense carried Mike Ditka off the field. It was right. unbelievable. Like, that's how big of a part that defense was. Right. No, no doubt. All right, we're throwing it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Will it be a big deal for Aaron Donald's legacy if he wins or loses this Super Bowl? Your turn to win with the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And life throws you uh-ohs Just save, better get Mako Go to Mako.com for an online estimate today. All right, it's the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We got our man Rick Buecher coming up in a moment. But first, we want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. What do you think would a Super Bowl win or loss, for that matter, impact Aaron Donald's legacy? All right, Chris, let's kick it off with uh, Jeff in Virginia. You're on the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jeff? Hey, guys. It's been a minute. How are you doing? Doing good. good. How are you? Well, listen, I think you're both right. I think uh, I think there's that tier, though, you know, below the the winning the Super Bowl winning defensive backs or defensive players that we're talking about. There, there's more of them than great quarterbacks. I was a big fan of the 85 Beard. Barry, I thought they were going undefeated. Yeah, you know? they were really – that defense was amazing. they went down to Miami one night. Yeah, I, I, I think, Rob, there's – like Thanks, I said, there's Thank a you. handful of guys that are all-time elite defenders right. that didn't win, but most of them did get a ring. And does that put them in the all-time elite or does it – they just no, right. won it because I'm not saying there. if Aaron Donald wins, it doesn't enhance. He's a Super Bowl winner, but if he loses, I don't think people are going to say. No, I mean, he's, he he's just he's so dominant. Right, exactly. Right. That's what I mean. Uh, Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What's going on, guys? Thanks What's... for taking the call live from Los Angeles. And can yeah, you believe we're man. can you believe we're rubbing elbows in L.A. I, I... <laughs> on location for the big game. 
That's what the people want. But in terms of Aaron Donald, I think he does need uh, to win this Super Bowl to be in the rarefied air of the greatest defenders of all time. I mean, when you're talking about the Lawrence Taylors, when you're talking about the Reggie Whites, the Ronnie Lotts, the Mean Joe Greens, the Deion Sanders, they all have yep. that chip yep. on their resume. So, again, he is um, transcendent. He's in that conversation. But to really get up into that top ten, possibly top five, I think he needs to get but the Andre, W. And again, ha- Andre, let me say I this. Let me ask you this question. That's fine. But but if Matthew Stafford throws a pick six and they lose late in the game, how is that going to affect Aaron Donald? We just, just talking about him you. as he doesn't have that ring. You know? But you, you really it, look it at him like less? I'm not going to, again, Lawrence Taylor, he was dominant, but he also has those two Super Bowls. So it no, just I get that. I'm that. not saying the Super I'm just asking like, you. you don't, let me ask you this, Rob. But I'm just, if Lawrence Taylor, as great as he was, he's going to be a Hall of Famer and all-time great, all that. But if he didn't have a Super Bowl, he's got two, but if he didn't have any, I don't think his legacy is as great as it is. Really? It's great, but I don't think it's what it is. I don't think somebody's saying he's possibly the greatest football player ever. Well, I think winning does matter, but I just – I don't I, – I think that you would watch this, like, because Aaron Donald's star didn't go down because they, they, they gave up in that Super Bowl. Remember that they lost to New England. They gave up 13 points, and they lost the Super Bowl, right? Did that did that affect I mean, the way we looked at him? He's still going to be No, I'm just saying a, he's already lost the Super Bowl, Hall right? Of Famer and all that. But this is later in your career, too. I'm asking you, did, did, did that change? It didn't change anything about no, the way you looked at him. No, but I'm just saying now because he's later in his career and he's played longer and he's continued to be so dominant, we're now starting to compare him to the Reggie Whites, the Lawrence Taylor. You know what I mean? Like – and they might have something on him if he doesn't get a ring. Okay, Sean in Sacramento, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Sean? My uncle's from another mother, my brother's behind the boy. Rob, you are in rare form tonight. Uh, first of all, you gave Chris a little taste of his own medicine, had him over here. Can I talk? Can I excuse me, Rob? This is unfair. Can I get a word in edgewise? <laughs> but I didn't Loving storm it, off the set. Well, you could because you couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> I loved it. Then you went on there and ran on TB12. Then you ran over LeBron. Man, the only thing missing, you already know in America, a pack of cools and some baby oil. I'm loving it, brother. Hey, hey, Sean, and guess what? We're going for lunch tomorrow. The crew, Rob G., Chris and I, we're all going. Uh, too bad Alice can't go, but we're going to Fixins. We're going to Kevin. Show them them candied yams. Um, show oh, them candied yams. You already baby. know. You already know. That's why I hey, went with don't... Sean when we went. Don't cheap out on Rob G, man. Get him the three-piece, not the two-piece. You already know you eat all three of them things. <laughs> hey, Sean, who paid well, my, for you? Who you paid see for Rob G? He going to get the six-piece. Hey, <laughs> hey Chris, hey, he, he fed the whole family. Paid for my plate, paid for the wife's plate. Sent That's me right. Little bracelet and everything. My man Rob is a man of the people. Uh, but my take real quick, man, and you already know where I'm going with this, I couldn't agree with Rob more. We don't, we don't hold these defensive players to the same standard as quarterbacks. So little of the game actually rests in their hands. Just like you saw with Joe Burrow the other night. That man got knocked down not one, not two, not three, not four. What was it? Eight times and still won the game. 
Nine. Yeah, nine. That that just shows you how much of that influence is in the quarterback's hands. He's yeah, still but it's the defense. You can't – I mean, hold on. Rob sat up here the first hour. You praise him for that or second, whenever it was we talked about Brady, and praise the defense. Yeah, but that's so as a whole. So you act like the defense doesn't have anything to do with the championship? But which which player did he name on that team, Chris? I didn't well, name anybody, right? Name but that team. team didn't have a legendary defender. They had That's a lot of good players. They yeah, had they a had lot. good player, but I'll, they didn't have that one, one transcendent defensive one, player. Remember what Butler did for the New England Patriots for the Seahawks that year? He won them the Super Bowl. Where is he right. at right now? But he's not an all-time great player. I mean, come on. I'm, if he was like Deion Sanders, that would be lore. We'd be talking about that all the time. That's the De- Deion thing. Wasn't, Deion, wasn't, Deion wasn't Deion because of the Super Bowl. Let's keep it real. I'm he not saying, and I'm not saying Aaron Donald will be who he is because if he wins the Super Bowl. He's already it great. I'm just saying it will enhance his legacy. I'm not saying Because it's just not about all the other guys that we look at on that level, almost all of them had a ring. And at least Bruce okay. Smith, we say, went to four Super Bowls. Yeah, unfortunately, he didn't win one, but he yeah. got to. And that was a great. He was a great player. Right. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you, buddy. Tony in Oakland, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tony? Professor Parker and Pastor Bouchard, how we doing tonight? We doing What's good. Up, man? We good. <laughs> All right. So my take is, I agree with my man Andre. I think. If Aaron Donald wants to be looked at as a top-tier defender, he's got to put his stamp to the game. Let's say, Mr. Parker, how you were saying, let's say uh, Matthew Stafford throws a pick six. Right. Well, Aaron, Aaron Donald's got to come back and force a fumble, just like Von Miller did when he played for the Denver Broncos and he helped win them that Super Bowl. I called that. I told one of my older cousins before the game started that the only way the Broncos were going to win that game was if Von Miller put his stamp to that game. Because Payne, now, Von Payne Miller did have a stamp on that game. Of his career. He's got the ring. Yeah. Tony, no doubt. I mean, that was about the defense, not about uh, Peyton Manning. That exactly. was about Von Miller, and there's no doubt. We appreciate it. Thank you, Tony. Let's squeeze in over, uh, Rob G. No? All right. We got uh, Rick Buger in a moment, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. My lower All back right, is well, hurting. Well, let's find let's out what Rick in. is to Yes, say. Rick Buger. Rick, let's start with the Lakers. Up, There's obviously buddy? a lot to get to. You see Russell Westbrook not playing tonight. Lower back tightness. What do you make of this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be the first word, but yeah, think about that, right? All of a sudden, he's got lower back tightness. Fans indestructible. Man never misses a game. Right. I, I, this is the question. Is this the setup because they are, you know, moving him in the next 24 hours, which would be pennies on the dollar, and I, I just find it hard to imagine. I know there's the belief out there that it would be uh, addition by subtraction, but they're not going to get anything for, for Russell. And Is there anything possible other than Wall that you even think is virtually even realistic? Um, I, I haven't heard anything specific. Um, I mean, if someone and, – and I honestly, I, I haven't heard anything, and I haven't it, – it hasn't been a situation where I've thought that there's a real solution out there or there are pieces out there that would make sense for the Lakers. Um, so is someone willing to throw, you know, a couple of ancillary players their direction? 
I, the other the other side of the equation is I don't know who is in a position who would say we want to acquire Russell Westbrook right. with everything right. that's going on with him right now. I just haven't hey. heard anybody where there's a there's a demand. Hey, hey, Rick, where were you when the season before the season started? A lot of NBA guys, Chris and I, we first guessed it that we didn't think it was a fit and it wasn't going to work. Yeah. And LeBron told everybody keep the same energy up and all that. Right. And and where were you when this was put together? And what did you think was going to happen? Well, I was the one who put out there that they should change their name to the the L A A R P. That's uh, right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, I like I no, I never saw it working. I I didn't think it would be this bad. I agree um, with I never that. Saw, I, I, I never saw that they were, thought they were going to be title contenders. I did think they were going to be decent during the regular season, just because you got a lot of star power and you can mix and match and. I never saw it melting down like this. But, you know, this is one of the elements that is is we focus a lot on, on Westbrook. And he is clearly – imagine coming home, coming home to play for your hometown uh, team. Yep. You can't hit a shot. I mean, the pressure doubled. And, by the way, it's not as if he's playing all that different. It's simply he's in a market and on a team where we pay attention to every single possession. There were nights in Washington – Oh yeah, and Houston, where he'd have you know terrible shooting nights. He'd have terrible turnover nights. He'd have you know the the, the the box score would not be pretty. But nobody was watching those teams on the the way we watch the Lakers. But, and but, so but, I, I think that's part of it. Um, and and so I. But the other part of it is, look, I, the numbers. You can take the numbers to say whatever you want. LeBron James is scoring as well as he ever has. He ain't doing anything else. He's not impacting the game. No, like he used to. Bingo, bingo. But but I wanted. I did want to ask you. uh, Have you seen that video that they put together of Westbrook? I mean, Chris, you saw it. Oh, the bricks. The the bricks and the air balls and the side. Have you seen that, Rick? Did you ever see that video they put out? Yeah. It was. It was from this season. It wasn't like a collection of his career. Was that not shocking? Yeah, well, I, I mean, he here's the that. thing, and this is this is this is a testament to how much Russ Westbrook is trying to make it work. Agreed. Because he's he's trying to fit in. He's trying to find a way to like, how can I take what I normally do and make it work with these guys? And so. He's changing it up all the time, whereas before he didn't have to think about any of that. Like, I'm going to my spots. I'm going to take my shots. Now all of it is, and he's always been that way. Like, he's never, he's never been like a, a big thinker. He's been a big, I'm going to go fast and make my decision right. in the moment. I'm a spur-of-the-moment player. I'm a, what he is is he's a feel player. And when he gets it going, he can go. But now he's trying to be – a a method actor. He's trying to be a logical player, and you take away all the things that make him good, and you're asking him to do things that he's simply not good. But I I got to tell you, for I, I just I feel I feel for him because uh, he he, he wants trying. to make it There's work. No he's just right. not capable. He's not capable of playing the kind of game that he's being asked to play and and play well. Rick, let's go to the other coast. Uh, first of all, what are you hearing 
on the Harden-Simmons front. <laughs> and do you think the Nets – obviously, Philly wants to make a move. Do you think the Nets yeah. should make a move right now in, on that trade? Well, it's certainly a game of chicken, and this is what th- th- this is what I believe from everything that I've heard. It, it comes down to is that the Nets don't want to trade. They don't want to trade Harden for Simmons. They don't want to trade Harden to Philly unless they compromise Philly to the point mm. where they're not going to be able to do anything. It's going to be just Embiid and Harden. Mm. So they want to. They want to get Simmons, and they want to get a number of the ancillary pieces. That's why they want to that get makes sense. Right. That, that makes total and, sense. Like that those makes... pieces, because you don't want to. You don't want to just. You don't want right. to make a make trade, and now they you. become the better team. Right. You like. Right. Okay, so Harden's eventually going to show up there. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to take a king's ransom. We're going to do what what Denver did when they sent Carmelo Anthony to the Knicks. Like we're going to take so many of your players. But yeah, you got Carmelo Anthony now. But you don't, you don't have, have anything a whole else. Lot else. Yeah, right, right, right. That makes good. That makes Do total you, sense. How much like Harden? I mean, look, I don't know. Is the hammy bothering him a little bit? But this, a lot of yep. this, obviously looks like he's sulking. How yep. much does it bother you though that this is the second straight year that he's basically quit on a team? And look. I, we, I think we can justify Houston, whether you like it or not. It's like, okay, he was trying to get out of there. But to do this to the Nets when you've got, you know, two other great players, even though they're out right now, um, would that, to me, that's kind of cause for concern um, going on forward, his character. Going like, forward. Are you, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that it's not a good look for Harden. I, I don't like it, it at all. It's not a good look for the league. And I'd say – He's not the only one. I mean, this is what, what distresses me and what, what bothers me is that this has now become standard operating procedure. No doubt. John Wall is sitting out. Ben Simmons is sitting out. Everybody's on pins and needles or were until it, you know, they, they found out that no Damien's on board with this. Like, is Damien Lillard going to ask out because they're rebuilding? It's become this thing now where if a player doesn't like what's going on, he just decides I'm not going to play until things are the way I want them to be, or, or you move me. And not only move me, but move me to where I want to be. I, look, I'm all for player empowerment. It's gone way too far so, in so, terms of what guys can do. Uh, it, there has to be some – they have to change the rules on contracts if you're not playing, you're not getting paid. See, Rick, I was going to oh, ask you that. Brother, you know in, that the, in the next CBA, is this going to? This has to be uh, the you owners going to act on this, right? You betcha. There, I mean that. You know, I don't. It'll be interesting to see what they can get. Uh, but I, I would expect that you're going to see something put into place in terms of whether it's you know guys signing contracts and. And what the obligation is, or a way to take the money back, whatever it might be, um, I, I assure you that the, the owners are going to find a way to put something in place because this is just—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's not—it's—it's it's a terrible look for the league that like guys that you get the impression that guys aren't just aren't that interested in in playing. I mean, think about John Wall like. And his Hall of Fame chances, and you may let him, you know laugh at his Hall of Fame chances, but if you look at Basketball Reference or you look at some of the guys that have gotten in, like his numbers, 
Right. Like, if he was still putting up numbers and he was still getting after it, like, he could – he would improve his, his standing. Um, right. You know, you, the damage that Ben Simmons is doing to his capabilities or what right, his career is going to be. of his career, right, right. Yeah, right. It, I, like, guy – I mean <sighs> – you you guys, it's, it might guys be the money. Play. Like they got so much yep. money that and they should, they deserve it, but it's just you know they got so much that they can afford to do this. But you know what? I I keep hearing that, and I don't know. I mean, you you giving guys in baseball three hundred million fully guarantee, and they don't ask out of games. You know, Rick, they play. Well, that's only a no, I'm just saying. I know, but I'm I mean, just saying. Basketball's making just as but much they, money. But they play. Like, that's not an issue about guys. If anything, managers take them out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Something's not well, right. I'm, 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 I'm more with you in that, yeah, you're making a lot of money, but was is that why you went to the NBA? Is that why, Some that's of, why you yeah. started playing basketball? Because yeah. You just because because it, it was you, that's the only way you could make that kind of money, and now that you got the money, I'd like to believe that guys look at it and say, "I have a passion." Right. Just right. like you, I mean, just like you guys. Well, me, that's right? how you I know mean, the, right. like the landscape is the landscape's changed in terms of what we do and how we do it, but we still love what we do every day about sports. So yep. we find out we find a way to continue to do it. Right. And I dare say we would we've we've done we've all done it regardless of what the paycheck was good or or less no than it's like we love what we do that's why we do it I would hope that the majority of players in the league would feel the same way that's right all right that's our man Rick Buker. thanks Rick. thanks brother we appreciate appreciate you. you thank you you got it fellas all right later keep it locked I right, couple Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple wrapping up a Worship Wednesday. Raise up! Yes, we are live in the Fox Sports Radio studios <laughs> taking over Radio Row at the L.A. Convention Center. How many times are you going to tell us to pipe down out here? We we are not definitely two, uh, making our presence felt. Not five. We are not definitely six. making our presence. They they will know that the eye couple was here. That's right. We're That's large sure. down low <laughs> at the Super Bowl. <laughs> the eye couple is large down low. <laughs> <laughs> I meant down under in Australia. They love us down there. Uh, let's end with this, Rob. It's breaking news. Uh, Russell Westbrook not playing tonight at Portland. Is it at Portland? Um, they just better win by nine. Can they tightness. win by nine? That's all I care <laughs> yeah, about tonight. Right, right, right. But lower back tightness. Right, this is – look, I do agree with Rick Buecher when he said, like, Russ is trying. He, I do think he's willing to play whatever role – they're giving him you, and you hear him, and he's not off when he says, "Well, different nights they got me doing different things, and and I'm not playing, you know, consistently here and there." Although he was playing consistently, he got, just wasn't getting it done. Chris, we got the thing a quote is, from- Russ is not built to be a role player. No, I get it. Because he, he, he like Carmelo Anthony, some people have said he needs to, you know, take Carmelo's mentality. Carmelo could shoot, like Carmelo, Carmelo could say. I'll just be a spot-up three-point shooter. Russ can't do that. Frank Vogel, Chris, responded to Russ's uh, saying that he deserves to play in crunch time. Here's the quote from, uh, from Vogel. Quote, 
The need of the team always comes first. We have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get the Lakers a win. Sometimes he's going to be in there for that, and sometimes he's not, end quote. So they're not soft-soaking it. They're not babying him, Chris. They're not going to do say whatever to make him feel good. Dude, everybody's butt is on the line with the Lakers right now. Everybody. I agree with it. I agree with what Vogel said. Like, Russ – we can't do this. Right. If you're not playing well, you're not going to play. You're not going to be in at the end of the game. Is it simple? Now, last night was darn near extreme. 14, he sat for the last 14 and a half minutes. But uh, overall, I, I do agree with Vogel's take. And Vogel's, like you said, everybody's job's on the line. On the line. So Vogel's like, look, I, I got to coach this team the best I way I I got to do what how. I can because, Chris, ain't nobody going to go, well, that's a rough deal you had. Westbrook, it didn't right. fit in. No. no it's, He's going right. to get He's fired. He's had three. This right. is his third job. It could be his last one. And, and Rob, tonight – you wonder, because I think it was probably a mutual decision. I don't think this is just Russ, and I don't think this is just the Lakers. Like I take think the night off, and well, he's like, oh, I, I don't know if. I mean, I, I don't. I, I just think somehow they've talked, and they've both kind of agreed. Yeah, we're we're cool with that. But for the from the Lakers side, Rob, you get to see what you look like without him, like a full. And I get it, Portland's horrible, but if they're going to make a deal tomorrow. Tonight, what if they go out there and look terrific? Because they haven't even been blowing out, for the most part, bad teams. Even bad teams. Right. It's, it's been a struggle. They had to go to overtime with the Knicks. Yep. Remember they struggled, too, with the Kings. Was it the Kings, the other one that they had? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep, yep. So that, you know, I think, I, look, I I don't think he'll get traded tomorrow. I mean, like Buker said, the only one I can even think of is John Wall. There's nobody else. My problem for your problem. Right. There's nothing. I, I just can't see anybody else looking at Westbrook and thinking, yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Right. Come on. <laughs> now, hold on. Let me throw this out. Let me throw out the Knicks. Because they're not winning no. this year or next year with what they have. And, and look at, and Chris it Dick, is entertainment. Right. You no, know no, what no. I'm saying? I, maybe. I mean, he would light up the garden. They would. And they're looking for something. Right. Because that that last year was last year. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. No doubt. All right. I couple signing off. See you tomorrow. Peace.